The Shepherd's Care Symposium is an opportunity to provide a refreshing, uh, to renew and to revive those that are in the work so that not only can they continue in the work because we're not just concerned about them continuing in the work, but we're concerned about them holistically, mind, body, and soul. And so we want to be able to talk about that and distinguish how can we bring the good stress into our lives to counteract the negative stress that we all are faced with on a regular basis. A major factor contributing to the overwhelming ministry stress is 75% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed. 90% work between 55 and 75 hours per week. 90% feel fatigued and worn out every week. 70% say they're grossly underpaid. 40% report that a serious conflict with a parishioner at least once a month. 80% will not be in the ministry 10 years later, and only a fraction make it a lifelong career. Hi, and welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler here on the Bot Radio Network, and we're going to talk about stress today. You say, Byron, thinking about it, I don't know if I can listen because I'm living with stress. You might not even be a pastor or in the ministry, a leadership position in the ministry, but you're facing stress. I think really today's program could be an encouragement to you too, but we're focusing today on the Shepherd's Care Symposium. It's a day of self-care for pastors, ministry leaders, therapists, counselors coming on March 4th. We got a lot of details to tell you about with our guest today, Bishop Frederick Gillum. He's the executive pastor at Journey Church Memphis with my dear friend, Pastor Dan Henley, Director of Clinical Services of the Church Developers Network. Frederick, welcome to Mid-South yeah. Viewpoint. Thank you, Byron, for having me here today. I'm excited to be here, especially to talk about this topic that's near and dear to my heart. Well, brother, as I was opening up with these statistics, this is sad, thinking about a pastor the overwhelming stress that they face. And today we're going to be focusing on helpers, people who are counselors, therapists, pastors too, the load of stress that that affects their ministries. Yes. And, you know, it's something that we often don't take into consideration. We just kind of take for granted that people that serve in those capacities just kind of on autopilot and and do what they do. But uh, pastors, uh, ministry leaders and counselors are facing the same challenges oftentimes as the individuals and the families that they're helping. So if we don't seek to support the helpers, individuals that serve in those different capacities in the work that they do, then how will they be able to continue and be effective in that work? Yes. Frederick, let's back up with your story. How did you get into the ministry and something about your backstory? Yes. So I gave my heart to the Lord in 1996 in my early 20s, you know, just began to serve in in different capacities. And then the Lord led me to Journey Church, where my wife and I serve as executive pastors. Also with Apostle Daniel Henley and the Church Developers Network, I serve as the Director of Pastoral Clinical Services, and I am a licensed professional counselor and marriage and family therapist. I'm in private practice, and my private practice is Aesthetic Life Counseling Services. Well, the Church Developers Network has had a history of ministering to pastors, encouraging pastors. Family life, marriage life is, is so important to make sure it's healthy. There's ongoing care through the Church Developers Network. And that's why this symposium on March 4th is being organized. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, one thing I say is God will often use an inside man or inside woman, somebody that is tethered to the work. With this 
Shepherd's Care Symposium, I know personally about the stress that's associated with the work on both sides as I serve in the pastoral capacity as well as in the counseling uh, capacity. If we can offer community services to strengthen our individuals, couples, and families in the community, what about those individuals who are providing services to them? Frederick, in your counseling ministry with with pastors and their spouses, what are some typical things that you've uncovered that are are causing stress and, and pressure on the pastor and even with this family too? Yes. Oftentimes, the person or, or the family that may be sitting across from the minister or the counselor, the person who is administering the help may be dealing with some of those same things in their personal life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think that the helpers are exempt from the stress. As the statistics that you mentioned, if all of those things are at work in the life of the helper, then how can individuals be as effective as possible in trying to help others? So we intentionally created this day to cater to those that are catering to others, that are offering services. So we want to help to reduce the stress on that day. And we also want to give them tools that they can utilize moving forward from that day. Sabbatical is something that some pastors have the opportunity to take that really focuses on their personal care, resting, maybe more intimacy with Jesus, more time with their family. But as you and I know, unfortunately, not every pastor is able to take these sabbaticals that sometimes could last several months, a few weeks, or even a year away from the ministry to reflect and reset and get along with the Lord. Because many pastors and those we're talking about today are bivocational. You know, yes. They're pastoring a congregation. They're working 40 plus hours at a job, plus they're pastoring. Yes. It's a lot of stress and strain uh, that goes into it. And as you mentioned, sabbatical. Uh, the sabbatical doesn't come often enough. So it's like the question is, so what do you do in between time, uh, you know, until you get to that place of sabbatical? So the Shepherd's Care Symposium will offer education as well as experience on that day to help them with the day-to-day and week-to-week until you get to the sabbatical. Because if you are not practicing good self-care prior to getting to that sabbatical, by the time you get there, you'll be burned out or exhausted, overwhelmed. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good word there. Frederick, a recent LifeWay research study on the greatest needs of pastor considered some of the mental challenges pastors face in the ministry while Nearly half of the pastors say discouragement, about 48%, and distractions, 48%, are challenges they face. Stress, 63%, emerges as the number one challenge for pastors. So this is something that they face constantly. This is a day-in and day-out thing. You've got to learn how to to cope and deal with that because after a while, stress over a period can start affecting you physically. Oh, yes, yes. And and that's the thing. Sometimes when we're operating or functioning in the capacity as the helper, we have this stigma about getting help. What will that mean for me if I'm getting help, if I'm acknowledging or owning that I'm overly stressed, right? So sometimes we have like the martyrdom complex or the hero complex, and we have to normalize the humanity of these service positions. Mm -hmm. You know, this whole thing was really birthed out of Exodus 18. So when we look at Exodus 18, 
Moses was doing what God had given him to do, which was to judge the people from morning until evening. And God sends his father-in-law, Jethro, to observe his practices. And Jethro asked the question, Moses, what is this that you're doing? And he begins to break down his job description. He said, God sends the people to me with their issues, both small and great. And I judge them from morning until evening. And Jethro's words for him was, this thing that you're doing is not good. And he gave him some counsel so that he could be effective in the work and he could relieve not only the stress and pressure from himself, but the people were being worn out as well in the process. The Shepherd's Care Symposium is an opportunity to provide a refreshing, uh, to renew and to revive those that are in the work so that not only can they continue in the work because we're not just concerned about them continuing in the work, but we're concerned about them holistically, mind, body, and soul. Can you talk a moment about the difference between bad stress and good stress? Because, I mean, we can't totally eliminate stress in our life because there is some stress that is good stress for us. Yes. And that's not the goal of the symposium is to totally eliminate stress, but tools for managing stress. So the good stress and sometimes in ministry as you're involved in a building project or you're having some new ministry that is being implemented in the church, that could be some good stress because maybe you're yielding some results that resemble the, the growth of the kingdom. And at the same time, some of those very projects can cause a lot of undue stress or cause distress because the amount of time and energy that it takes. So it will, in turn, affect a person's mental health, physical health, emotional health. But oftentimes what we do is push past the warning signs. So our, our bodies will give us some signals that Things are happening as a result of this continuous stress. And so we want to be able to talk about that and distinguish how can we bring the good stress into our lives to counteract the negative stress that we all are faced with on a regular basis. Right. But the thing is, we can't wait until where well, we know for pastors, the weekend is really extraneous work, you know, day or, or work weekend because you're preparing and you're serving. But these are the things that we have to implement on a daily basis because stress is not going to wait for us to get it together. It's going to come. We'll have unexpected stressors, grief and loss. Right. We deal with those things as as pastors, as therapists. Sometime in your family, you may have family members that are going through very difficult situations when you're trying to support your own family and support those that you've been called to minister to. On this day, we just want individuals to come in and to know that we see you, that you are appreciated, and we have a day, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be laughter. It's going to be filled with excitement. We're going to have plenty giveaways on that day. We partnered with some community partners like the YMCA and Goes Gym. They are giving away a total between the two of them, six one-year free memberships for those that are in attendance. There'll be a drawing for a massage chair. 
Yes, we're going to have hot breakfast, hot lunch will be included. We'll have licensed massage therapists there to do chair massages. And we're going to have other vendors that will be joining us that will also be doing giveaways. It's just going to be a day filled with education and excitement. We'll start off with centering prayer. So Apostle Daniel Henley will lead us in that. I'll be doing a keynote on stress reduction tools every helper needs in their toolkit. We'll have a licensed psychologist, Dr. Shonda Murphy and Michael Burnham, who are steeped in mindfulness-based stress reduction. So they'll talk about the further impact of stress, and they'll take the audience through the mindfulness-based stress reduction experience. We'll have more chair massages during the lunch hour. We'll have another local therapist, Paul Burkus, who will be doing music therapy. And Paul is also a worship leader. Oh, I tell you, last year... It was phenomenal. And to close out the day, we'll have a theatrical production by Playback Memphis. So there'll be psychodrama. It'll just be phenomenal. You have it well planned out, brother. (laughs) Yes. I don't think that there is another experience like this. I'm in the field. I have not come across it. There are other experiences or, or other venues that offer education, but we're not just offering education. We're also offering a well-rounded experience so that when individuals come in from the time they enter the door, they come through the doors until the time they leave. Our goal is for them to be refreshed, renewed and revived. And we will have two nurse practitioners on site doing blood pressure checks and offering other medical services. Sounds like a wonderful way to be encouraged. And like you said, get these tools. You mentioned that you're going to be giving the keynote address and then offering some tools. Can you maybe pull one or two tools out of that tool bag right now and share what you'll be talking about? Yes. So we'll be talking about the importance of sleep hygiene. In our society today, we're being pulled in so many different directions. People don't think about sleep hygiene. When we hear hygiene, we're thinking about just cleaning our physical body, washing up, you know, deodorant, all of that kind of stuff. But there is something called sleep hygiene where we get sufficient hours of rest to be able to reset our brain and our bodies. So when we're not getting adequate rest, in turn, it affects our overall well-being, affects our ability to concentrate and to focus. It affects our physical activity when we're not well rested and emotionally. Sometimes we can be irritable and so forth and so on. So we'll be talking about, you know, things like that. I mentioned at the beginning where there's a large percentage of pastors who leave the ministry because of dealing with overwhelming amount of stress. Have you been to that place in your life, in your ministry, where it was so overwhelming, you thought about leaving the ministry? And if so, what did you do? Yeah, thank you for asking that question. It's a great question. Early on, as a younger minister within my family, my son was having some challenges. He was diagnosed with ADHD, with ODD, oppositional defiance disorder. We were having a lot of challenges from the school At the time, I was not familiar. I was not a therapist then. I had no frame of reference for counseling support. It was through those experiences that we began to incorporate 
the counseling support because it was causing a strain on me in ministry because I was having so many personal challenges within my family. But by me and my wife being open to incorporating the counseling, it made all the difference in the world because we needed that additional support. So, and one thing I want to clarify is that the Shepherd's Care Symposium is not a day of counseling, but it's a day of self-care where we're offering tools, we're offering education, we're offering experience, but we need to utilize whatever resources or tools that are available because in some way, form, or fashion, we'll find ourselves at that place like, shall I persevere? Shall I continue? Or shall I stop right where I'm at? What about a pastor or a helper trying to find that balance of trying to accomplish all the church or their work requires of them, and then the demands of family life, finding that balance? That can be difficult. It can be. And those are the things that we're going to talk about because it'll be a space to connect where pastors can come to the realization that they're not by themselves. The statistics that you read definitely affirm that. There is something comforting about knowing that as I'm suffering or I'm dealing with challenges, that others are dealing with the same thing. Right. And that's what the Church Developers Network is all about. It's a community of encouragement, a community of love on pastors and their spouses, too. Yes, absolutely. And I really appreciate Apostle Daniel to the highest. Uh, He's my pastor and mentor. This was birthed out of also what God put in my spirit. He and I, we collaborated about it. And he said, let's go with it because his heart is to bless the pastors. And one thing we know for sure, that if we help to support and encourage pastors, ministry leaders, and counselors, in turn, it's a positive impact for the community. It's a win-win for everybody involved. Frederick, when we talk about this hesitation that some might have towards self-care, mm-hmm. what are some of those hesitations? Is it because they might feel like, hey, I'm supposed to be strong and I've got the power of the Lord, the Holy Spirit in my life. I shouldn't have any stress problems. I mean, what are those hesitations? You know, the thing is, as we're human beings, you know, we got to realize that we all need help and asking for help is not a sign of weakness. And not only asking for help, but utilizing help and resources. In all actuality, it'll make you stronger. It's just like going to the gym to work out. If you have a partner with you, you could accomplish more than you would be able to do alone. And I think about the example of Jesus as he was carrying the cross. And here it is, he's carrying the weight of all of our sins and and, and our, our burdens. As the scripture says, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. But yet they assign Simon the Cyrene to help him carry the cross. So if Jesus utilized assistance to help him carry the cross, how much the more do we need others to come alongside of us and help us to bear our burdens, as the word says, bear you one another burdens. I love that, Frederick. That is a great word there, because when you get an environment of others that are going through some of the same challenges that you are, That in itself can be an encouragement. Yes, yes. When you're in that environment, you realize you're not by yourself, and then everybody will be receiving tools 
to help move them forward in the call of God that's on their lives. Okay, now the event is going to be March the 4th. It's coming up March the 4th, the Dwelling Place Church International? Yes, that's correct, in Collierville, Tennessee. And as you said, Monday, March the 4th, from 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. To register, reach out to Aesthetic Life Counseling Services, the phone number 901-620-9120. We talk about helping helpers operate at their best on a reduced stress level. What are some practical tips? We talk about learning to manage stress on a daily basis. Yeah, to realize that it's okay to practice self-care. Practicing self-care does not mean selfish. So selfish means I'm only concerned about myself and no one else. But self-care means I'm concerned about others and I'm equally concerned about myself. Now, I believe the symposium was held last year. Yes. And you're looking this to be even a bigger event this year. What are some of the positive feedback and results that you remember from receiving last year's oh, symposium? Man, we've had individuals who did not know what to expect. So they were coming because some of them were affiliated with the Church Developers Network and some were invited by others. They just didn't know what to expect. When they came in, they said, wow, this is what I needed. <laughs> and they went away. Last year, we said refreshed, renewed and strengthened. This year, we say refreshed, renewed, and revived. But everyone last year, all of the participants, as we gathered our evaluations, had the same sentiments that this is what I needed yeah. to be refreshed. Any story stand out maybe above all the stories that you read on those evaluations? Um, I remember one person in particular said that these are tools that I'm now going to implement moving forward because I recognize that prior to this event that I was neglecting self-care. That's a blessing there. Yes. Okay, so there is a cost. You have to register. Yes, have to register, and the cost is only $50. Because you mentioned two hot meals, a breakfast and a lunch. Yes, it is relative to the theme because we're promoting health, but it doesn't mean it won't be delicious. These meals are going to be hot. It's going to be filling the breakfast and the lunch. And if individuals are challenged with the $50 registration fee, we do have scholarships. So they just can call Aesthetic Life Counseling Services, 901-620-9120. We can get the information out for them to register. And then also, if they are in need of a scholarship, we can have further discussion to help them because ultimately we're not trying to be exclusive. We're trying to be inclusive. I like that, Bishop. Now, what if a pastor, ministry leader, therapist or counselor is unable to make the event on Monday, March the 4th, but nearly needs help working through overwhelming stress levels they're dealing with right now, the low distress. Is there a way you can help them beyond this March 4th event? Oh, absolutely, because March the 4th is kind of like a pivotal moment. We want individuals to be connected beyond the day of the Shepherd's Care Symposium. The beauty of this is that we do have other clinicians and therapists, if individuals needed, that we could connect them to. And within the Church Developers Network, my role is also to provide this type of education on a continuous basis. So however we need to connect 
individuals. Like I'm even partnering with Berean Missionary Baptist Church. We're doing what we call grief share. The point of contact there is Minister Salida White. The pastor there is uh, Pastor William Smith. Even as we deal with grief, pastors, ministry leaders, and counselors, we have resources. And the cost for the grief share is only $5 to register. So we want to help individuals. We want individuals to have the tools that they need to navigate very difficult situations that is universal. We all deal with these things. So we're not exempt As pastors, ministry leaders, and counselors, the more that we can normalize and take advantage of these things, in turn, it can serve as an example and an encouragement to others. The Shepherd's Care Symposium is a day of self-care for pastors, ministry leaders, therapists, counselors on March the 4th, Monday, March 4th, 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the Dwelling Place International Church in Collierville. Bishop, would you give the details to register a number to call? Yes. Again, they can call 901-620-9120. And I also want to shout out uh, the pastor of the Dwelling Place International Church, Apostle Ken Tony, because they so graciously allowed us to host their last year. And again, they've opened their doors for us to be able to host again this year. So I am so grateful to Apostle Ken Tony and to the congregants of the Dwelling Place International Church. Bishop, God bless you, my brother. Thank you so much for being on Mid-South Viewpoint today and talking about the symposium. And just pray God's blessing upon folks as they come out, be revived. (laughs) Yes, yes. Another thing, too, I want to thank you so much for graciously opening the doors of 640 for me to come in and be able to talk about this. And, And I'm just excited. I'm excited about it. And we have another surprise element, so I can't reveal what that is. But when individuals come in at 730, They're going to be pleasantly surprised when they come through the doors. All right. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint here on the Bot Radio Network. Really appreciate you stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.